course, we'll go ahead and kick fingers. Got one more request to add one more person. Mary and Moxie. Yeah. Piece of cake. Fun and games. Excellent. Oh, yeah, there you are, Nolan. Hey. Hey, Nolan. Good Great to be to here. You. you know, there, it's it's one of the few places where we have two Nolans. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to be basically controlling this environment. You know, it's, it's been too long that we've been discriminated against. Now the Nolans control. The Nolans are about to take over. Yeah. <laughs> but we're benevolent. We're benevolent dictators. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've, I've found you very pleasant so far, Nolan, so I appreciate your benevolence. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think I'd like to go ahead and kick things off. Um, all right. Well, welcome, everybody. Uh, so just a, just a quick, uh, you know, some background. Uh, my name is Elder Basic. I work over on the Polygon Studios side of things. And we're really excited to have Moxie on as a, uh, as a partner and talk to you guys today. Um, yeah. So I would like to, uh, you know, we don't, we don't need to go around and do introductions. I just would uh, just want to thank you guys for being here. We're really excited to talk to you. And uh, also want to get out of the way here that uh, Nolan, I'm a big fan of your work. I have been for quite a while. And uh, yeah. Well, thank you. All right. But, uh, well, we ain't seen nothing yet. I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> well, I'd love to know a little bit more about, you know, the concept, vision, and idea behind Moxie. Um, I know that uh, you guys are leading the charge on play and earn, which is a differentiation <laughs> from play to earn. Love to know a little bit more about that. And uh, Derek, I give it to you. <clears throat> sure, sounds good. So one of the MOs that we have uh, here at Moxie is to present the effect of blockchain without having to be completely literate in blockchain, if that makes sense. Because good technology will always make things easier at the endpoint <clears throat> and be able to allow you to accomplish things um, that you couldn't accomplish before. So that, that's our uh, goal in terms of offering uh, our Forge API stack to game uh, developers and studios where they can basically take the API stack if they know how to work within that, that environment. They can implement uh, the play and earn model without having to be uh, proficient in any type of blockchain development or have any type of blockchain background. Um, and they don't need to have a specific game token, and they don't need to have any type of NFT ecosystem um, either. They can essentially um, embed play and earn without having to change the MO of the current, which allows us to really um, socialize with the mainstream studios. Um, so, for example, if you take a quote-unquote blockchain game, maybe a card-based NFT game, and you compare that to a traditional, I don't know, FPS or esports game, it's, it's a very, very different feel uh, because everything on, on the blockchain side is always geared towards play to earn. Whereas what we're doing is we're allowing traditional type games to embed play and earn. And there is, there is a big difference there, and I'll get into that in just a moment. And then on the other side with the, uh, with the actual gamers and the actual users, uh, we wanted to offer something that would eliminate the friction for getting involved. <clears throat> and that would happen in two ways. Number one, open up an account on Moxie. We're in the pre-launch phase right now that facilitates the KYC. But when the full club launches, um, you'll see how easy it is to get a wallet 
and uh, and start participating in any of the games um, you know that you would like to participate in. And one of the big things is is that we want to eliminate the barrier to entry. Often in play to earn games, um, if you're late to the party, you're you know you're at a disadvantage. Maybe there's NFTs that were cheap at the beginning and now they're very very expensive. And if you don't have those, then you can't uh, you can't be very effective in that a game. Um, whereas with Moxie, play and earn, it really doesn't matter when you jump into it. Um, you're always on the same. You're always on the same uh, playing field. And I'll explain that in just a minute. All right. So you're with me so far. Any questions on on what I've explained so far before I dive into um, an example of a difference with an example of an actual play and earn integration? We are all ears. What all right, I want to add, though, Derek, before you do that. The whole thing with Moxie is bringing the magic back to gaming, right? Because everything is kind of getting too grindy right now. And the, the old analogy of really high technology is indistinguishable from magic. That's kind of where Moxie is going to be. Hopefully, we can bring this tech stack in such a way that it brings the magic back to gaming because it doesn't focus on this highly technical, you have to go get a PhD in crypto before you can use this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so let me let me give you an example of uh, losing you, Derek. You break it up. And I'll just use the first. Can you hear me now? Hello. Can you guys hear me? There. Now. Hey. Now you're back. Where are you, right, you now? Okay. Or so we thought. Yeah, I, I can hear you guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. All right, perfect. So there's really two levels of participation uh, in play and earn. The first level, the base level, is proof of play. And essentially what proof of play does is it measures a user's um, play time on any game within, within the Moxie ecosystem. So if you play your favorite game, you decide not to engage in a play or an event, you just play it as you normally would, whether it's on PC or console. Um, as long as you have Moxie um, enabled, um, we're going to measure your game time, uh, which is meaningful game time. You can't just sit on a menu and leave it open for 12 hours without doing anything. But we'll measure your meaningful game time, and you'll be rewarded accordingly um, just for logging time on your favorite game. So that's the first level of engagement, proof of play. The second level of engagement would be if a player decided to participate in a play and earn event within their favorite game. So let's, let's use the first player shooter example. So I fire up the first player shooter. I can play traditionally in a team deathmatch, a free-for-all, battle royale. If the game is, in, is empowered with the Moxie uh, 4 JPI, then you can have those same game modes, but you can have those game modes with, a, with an entry fee and a reward pool. So let's say, for example, I wanted to squad up with my friends and we wanted to play a team deathmatch, but we wanted to, not one, we wanted to put an entry fee to it. And so everybody puts in 10 mocks. And let's say we have, you know, we have 50 players that participate in, in the game. Well, now there's a reward pool of 500 mocks, and then the winning team would then participate in the reward pool. So with play and earn, it allows players to choose the level of engagement 
Um, and their favorite games don't, they don't have to engage in a play and earn event. They can just play regularly and earn proof of play. So really that's one of the main fundamental differences and why it's very attractive to traditional game studios is because they can build the same style of game that people really love. They don't have to change the narrative and then they have a very flexible API as to how they want to embed play and earn events and players can choose if they want to play it traditionally or if they want to go down that route. It really broadens, um, it really broadens the appeal and gives people the, the ability and choice of how deep they want to go in it. So I hope that uh, answers the questions a little bit, the, the difference between play to earn and play and earn with what Moxie is it providing. It does, absolutely. Did anybody want to add to that? No, okay. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, no, um, okay. Well, Derek, I appreciate you, um, you know, kind of going into the uh, differences between play and earn and play to earn. The next question I wanted to ask that uh, I heard you guys, you know, sort of uh, jumbling around a little bit there was, uh, you know, Moxie being accessible for mainstream gamers and people that, that don't have the most knowledge or experience or really, put, you know, have put in that 10,000 hours of work in blockchain. What sort yeah. of motivations, you know, for someone just now getting into it, is Moxie dishing up? No, it's a, that's a really good question. So the first the first thing is, is we want to offer a very familiar experience. So if, you know, if you're an avid uh, Xbox player or PlayStation player or even Steam, you always have a centralized interface that's going to show you, hey, these are the games you've played. These are the achievements that you've had. Um, you know, here's the game. So it's, it's a centralized um, experience that puts everything at your fingertips. Moxie Club um, essentially is the same thing. It's a familiar experience. Uh, for those who would have no idea about crypto, it, it's really after you sign up and after you go through your KYC, um, you just click the get button. Once you click the get wallet button, um, we actually award uh, users score points for going through the process. And what that does is it allows the user to participate in the daily rewards pool from the proof of play pool. And so just by doing that, they're going to see a balance of Moxie token get deposited into their wallet just by going through the setup process from a familiar process they may have done in, in, any, other, in any other way. And then at that point, we're offering um, ways uh, to on off the Moxie token right inside of Moxie Club as well. So... If you don't, if you're not familiar with exchanges and going through that process, um, there's very easy ways um, to facilitate that right inside of Moxie Club, um, as well as traditional payment methods to be able to get your first bit of Mox um, to get you started um, with some of the favorite, uh, with some of your favorite games and part, start participating in play and earn events. Um, so really uh, bringing that familiar experience. And then on the other side with game videos, giving them a traditional API that they can, um, that they can utilize um, that will then facilitate the play and earn um, on the back end. And I can go into a little bit of detail on, on how that works functionally because it's pretty cool. The, it's pretty cool how it works on behalf of each of the games. But um, I want to um, also give everybody else on the team a chance to speak as well. I don't want to hog the microphone too much. So <laughs> anybody else want to uh, add, add that in terms of innovation for your experience for users? Yeah, whoever wants to jump in, please do. No one, Stuart, Tony. 
This is Nolan. I was just going to mention that there's, whenever you have new ecosystems, there are different games that become very, very important and fun. And that's really what I'm looking for. I'm always looking for something that I can do that is really different. And, uh, and I believe that this platform is going to allow us to innovate in some very, very surprising ways. Well, no, let me, um, let me jump on that really quick. I'd love to know what it was about blockchain that, you know, enticed you, what, what brought you over to, to the Web3 market? I think that I'm fascinated by the whole idea of the NFT world and kind of the ownership. I mean, if you really look at Web 3.0 as it's being defined in the metaverse, it's really about, you know, taking, taking an ecosystem that is well-known, transparent, but yet immutable. And immutability is really kind of important because <clears throat> when we do something creative, we kind of want to own it and, uh, and to profit by it. And, and, and to make that simple, that, that just, when you, when you deal with a world with fewer gatekeepers, you get a more innovative world. And that's kind of kind of a mushy way of saying that um, what attracted to me. I, I, I like worlds without gatekeepers. If you deal with less gatekeepers, you get a more innovative world. I like that. I like that. I think yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Can I, can I add one thing to a familiar experience, which I think is, um, I think is an important thing to note? Um, and that's, and that's um, what we're introducing with, with our NFTs. A lot of the times in the gaming world, and we've seen this with some of the AAA studios that have introduced NFTs and the backlash has been huge because it's just looked at as, as a cash grab. Um, you know, here's some, here's some abilities that you can get if you buy it. Um, More what are the things the world that we want to do? When you get rid of gatekeepers, it's just, I just always want a richer, more dynamic. And, and I love the old phrase, if you want to live in the future, you you got to invent it. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that we're going to be featuring um, with, with the NFTs that we'll be producing and with the current drop that's happening um, later on this month with the inauguration collection is programmable utility. Um, and so with programmable utility, we can apply benefits and utility to the NFT holders at any time in Moxie Club. And this will also add to some of the excitement. So I'll give you an example. Let's say, let's say you hold the arcade coin or the forge coin, and we have a new title that's coming in on Moxie. Well, we, what we might say is, hey, anybody who holds this NFT is gonna get double the score points for playing this title uh, for the first two weeks. Or we'll say anybody who holds this NFT is going to get their entry fee paid on their first, you know, three play and earn events on this new title coming out. And so with, with the NFTs that we'll be introducing with Moxie, programmable utility is something that, uh, that our club members um, will be seeing. 
Um, and once, you know, two or three or four of those programmable utility events happen, uh, it'll be really interesting to see how the secondary market um, reacts to, to something like that. Um, so that, that's, a, that's something that we're really excited about introducing uh, with our NFTs. Absolutely. Um, not to take things too, you know, in the, in the other way here, but um, we didn't really get a chance to touch on some of the primary tokens. Sorry, some of the primary utilities of the Moxie token. I'd love to know a little bit more about, uh, you know, what users can do with the actual token itself. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, obviously, the first and foremost thing uh, going to be participating in play and earn events. Uh, each new game that comes onto Moxie, um, there's going to be more demand because, you know, um, it might be a familiar title. Um, the second thing that people will be able to do with that token is they're also going to be able to purchase uh, classes uh, within Moxie. So a lot of our team members, um, such as the people that are call right now, we have uh, Nolan Bushnell, who needs no introduction. Um, we'll be hosting master classes on various topics. We have um, Tony Bickley on the call with us, who, you know, if anybody has played Street Fighter, then you have this man to thank for bringing that out, um, as well as uh, he's in the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest uh, game jam ever held. Um, and then we have uh, Stuart, who, you know, found a little company called Microprose and brought out hundreds of titles, including Sid Meier. So um, just within our, and also Larry, who has served as the president of Atari and Sega and worked with Nintendo and brought over a ton of games um, that would probably have shaped a lot of people's childhoods on this call. Uh, but I say that to say that there will be master classes being held exclusively in Moxie Club. Um, you can purchase your entry fee into those master classes with Moxie token. Um, if you hold moxie token if you hold a balance in your wallet you can participate in voting events so our voting event events are really going to shape um how we move forward um there will be games that will be looking to get funded through the moxie community um the moxie community will vote on those games um, based on what they like um and then there will be other titles uh well-known titles that people will know that will be contemplating various play and earn uh mechanics that the community will get to vote on uh, as well as other things. So so if you hold the token, you'll be able to participate in those. Uh, and lastly, um, if you hold tokens and you're a game developer or studio and you want to um, you want to use the launchpad within Moxie and submit your game um, to the community for potential funding, then essentially what the model is, as we release more tokens into the marketplace and we we sell those tokens to the marketplace. Um, those future treasury sales are used to fund games that the community has voted on and approved. So um, there is more utility planned, but right out the gates, um, that, that's some of the utility you'll be able to use on day one. And then lastly, there will be a private section to our Discord server that will only be accessible to um, Moxie Club members that hold a balance of token in their wallet as well. So, so quite a bit of utility right out the gate. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, so, is the sorry? I just want to I just want to make sure is the foundation for all of this being built on on Polygon? Are you guys chain agnostic? I don't think I've asked you guys this. Uh... Yeah. So, yeah. So we're doing a, a multi-chain, um, a multi-chain approach. Uh, Polygon will be the first destination for us as we've started to plan that out. Um, primarily, initially, uh, it will be uh, built on Flow. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah, we have a lot of projects that do that. Uh, very cool. Okay. 
And so, so you touched a little bit on, you know, some of the, the sheer prestige, the sheer like gaming prestige that we have in this room right now. What brought you guys together? What's the origin story of the Moxie team? Sure. So I'll, I'll, I'll for just a second, and I'll let everybody take it away from there. Um, the, the long and the short of it, um, and then Matt and the rest can give the details, is we initially came together in 2017 in the Crypto Valley, Zug, Switzerland. Um, and we had looked at doing a project together. Um, however, there was a few conditions that were not right. Um, we didn't think the it was widely used enough, and the the gaming industry just wasn't there, and the technology wasn't there to do what we wanted to do. So we essentially um, decided that the time wasn't right, and then we convened four years later um, at the beginning of last year, and we thought, you know what? You know, everything's looking right at this point because of a number of factors. And then we decided to really uh, get behind the project and come together and do it. And everybody who's on this call is not just a placeholder. Everybody who's on this call is really living and breathing this thing every single day. So I'll step back and uh, Matt, I'll let you take it away from here um, for further sure. on that backstory. Sure. To add to that, yeah, Nolan is pretty used to having to do the heavy lifting of actually having to build silicon down to that level to make a project happen. So in 2017, we were like, no, this the tech is not there yet. There wasn't Smart contracts were just starting to become a thing. NFTs were just becoming a thing. It was time to really look at, okay, do we really want to do that much heavy lifting or wait for the adoption to come in, wait for the the, the economics of the whole thing to make sense to the average user as well as the game developers. And that's there now. The technology is there. The acceptance is there. And even now the regulatory is starting to catch up. So it's a good time. It's a good place to be for Moxie. Uh, the, other, the other thing was with my sons, no one's on the call. Um, we were thinking, what can we do? We want to do something. So I called up everyone again. Hey, remember in 2017, it's time. Let's do this thing now. And so I will give it off to Stuart and to Tony and to Nolan. Hello, yeah. It's been a long while coming, but um, for the last year, it's been a lot of work, but it's been rather exciting for me coming from just the gaming background. It's been very, very different and a steep learning curve. But what's particularly exciting is the reaction of acceptance we've been getting not really the gaming community, but the developers. The developers we've been talking all over the world, and so many are just waiting to get on board and uh, back us. So over the next few months, it's exciting with a number of games which are coming on, coming along board and on stream. You know, we have a, a number of games we're going to be bringing on initially just to show what we do, and a lot of developers are going to bring old games and new games, not just a new revenue stream for them. There's going to be a number of quality, old, classic games which will come into our community as well. Tony? I mean, for, for me personally, when I had uh, the opportunity to join the team, um as uh, Matt said before, games were becoming very grindy. As Nolan has said, there were just too many gatekeepers uh, in the way and the chance to just be part of a, the next generation of um, gaming just was too good to miss. It's it's an exciting time and no, I'm glad to be at the front of it. And Tony and I have worked together for the last 
37 years. <laughs> so what's get in get in video games? I love it. I love it. Well, you know, I've been in the game business longer than any of you guys, so <laughs> you're older too. <laughs> I am. But one of the things I want to add is one of the things that I want to use Moxie for is, you know, separate from Moxie, I have an education company. And um, it's online gamified education doing, you know, really well. But I'm going to add another concept called play to learn. And I, I have eight kids and I found that it was very successful at bribing them to do things that I wanted them to do, like homework and getting grades and things like that. And so by adding Moxie tokens for rewards to my game platform, I feel I can even make the platform more powerful. It's not play to earn, it's play to learn. And, uh, and I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. That's taking fantastic. that, yeah, taking that proof of play concept and applying it to accomplishments in that realm. Um, it's, it's a fantastic idea with a real world tangible benefit. That's awesome. I love it. Well, I want to go ahead and uh, shift gears here because um, one of the bigger questions that I wanted to make sure I asked was whether or not Moxie is going to be producing any of you know end games in house, or are you ex are you guys exclusively going to be working with third parties? So hey, the Nolan Defoe, why don't you answer that one? Sure. Let okay. Nolan Defoe answer this one. Yeah. Sure. Go. So how this really all started out was, you know, we all came together with one game idea, which we are calling AOC for right now we came together we were planning this whole game and then we decided why we're spending this much resources to make one game why not just make a whole platform around it and make that our flagship <laughs> game so that game is in production right now Tony is working on it another one of our team members Travis is working on it and yeah that should be uh set for alpha with sometime next year we're really excited to announce what we all have it's going to be real world uh, implications, sort of like Pokemon Go in a way. So there's a little sneak peek for you guys. And yeah, I'll pass it back to Matt. I will pass it back to Derek. All right, hot potato here. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> that we do have uh, a flagship game um, under development for that. Um, and it will be uh, integrating a lot of different familiar elements, but into one sort of uh, one world. It'll be quite uh, exciting. However, uh, that being said, the primary focus is to essentially open up the play and earn model um, to the rest of the world in, a, in an easily accessible fashion. Um, one of the things which is, I guess, outside of the, the core product um, and not really a technical aspect, but it's very important to note is that Moxie is fully compliant. Um, so for any, mm. and, and this is very important. So because for any main publisher or mainstream studio, that's always gonna be first and foremost at the top of their mind saying, hey, is what we're doing above board? Is there gonna be markets that are gonna be restricted? Um, so Moxie is fully compliant. We will be able to sell directly into the North American markets. Um, and we do have a U.S.-based legal opinion around that. Um, so just that in itself, beyond the technology that, that will be available, 
um, just again opens it up um, for mainstream adoption. So that that would be our primary focus. But yes, we will have uh, in-house flagship games, and I would assume as Moxie grows, um, so would that initiative as well. Are you guys able to, you know, sort of reveal anything about the game, whether, you know, you know, how close you guys from maybe like an alpha stage or any, any further details about how the game will play or is it all kind of under wraps for now? Very under wraps, unfortunately, I'm sorry. Okay. But like Nolan DeFau said, uh, 2023. Gotcha, well, that, that makes it, that makes it all the more exciting. It makes it all the more exciting. Very cool. Well, we, we talked a bit, well, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe uh, we talked a, quite a bit about video games, but are there plans outside of, you know, play and learn for Band and offer blockchain solutions to other industries? Or are you guys sticking to play and earn and, and um, play and learn? Um, for now, those, those are the two uh, main goals. Um, the, the primary one is to do what we, to do what we're going to do incredibly well in the gaming industry first, um, the, the, I guess you could call it learn to earn uh, as well, um, is, is a natural side effect um, of it because it only grows the industry as well. Um, if you have, you know, people that, uh, you know, that are being educated, um, it, just, it just makes a lot of sense to do that. It's a way of giving back as well. But our first and foremost primary goal is going to be to um, essentially own the space that we're launching in, which is the gaming industry, and essentially, you know, make what we're doing common knowledge and extremely accessible with no barriers to anybody that would want to implement it. So once once we accomplish that in spades, then we can look at branching out. But we want to master that that first domain first. You bet. Sure. To give you a little Absolutely. sneak peek on that, though, um, we will be announcing over the next little while a governance model on the gaming side. So based on the three pillars of owning MOX, owning our staking mechanism, Moxie Vault MV token, and our third metric score, score you can't buy, you can't sell, you can't trade to anyone. You can only earn it through meaningful interaction with Moxie in the, in the ecosystem. So there will be governance around that. And that's when we can start bringing in external industries that can utilize the greater ecosystem and all the nice on-ramp, off-ramp and compliance. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of things around why Moxie Club, why you would want to have Moxie Club as your digital identity. That'll be released over the next little while. Awesome. Awesome. Something to look forward to. Love it. I want to add that, well, let me, that, yeah. that a lot of the things that we can do with this platform is create kind of formal DAOs. Um, and a DAO can be set up for all kinds of special purpose. So, for example, let's say that you've all played Whack-A-Mole. What if I were to create a game very quickly called Whack-A-Putin? And now you can, <laughs> wager, you can wager mocks and a percentage of it or all of it is donated to a Ukrainian uh, relief fund. That's 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 the kind of thing that can be ha that that you can ramp up very quickly based on current events. And would you like to play Whack a Putin? I would. I would. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little nutty here. I love it. I do too. I do too. Yeah. No, I think um, you know. Obviously, you know, we didn't really touch on 
the concept of DAOs, but I think they offer a really important, you know, sort of step forward for, you know, organizational, um, or sorry, organizational organization, sort of redundant there. Um, sort of a personal question. I'd love to know where the name, where the term Moxie came from. How did we, it's catchy. It's, it's four letters. I love it. But where did it come from? It didn't come from me. <laughs> came from Larry and Larry's Larry. having technical problems. Yeah. I wish he was on. He was on as a listener for a while. I, I don't know why he can't get on as a speaker, but I would love Larry to tell you that story because Larry is quite engaging. Yeah. Yeah. I wish we had him. We, we had kicked around so many different names and uh, and Larry had kicked around Moxie and um, I got him in. Yeah. Oh, you got him in. Perfect. Here you go. You know, I, Larry, give him a Moxie spiel. There, there was there was no giant secret motivation. I um, when we met in Switzerland and we decided that uh, games and crypto were like peanut butter and jelly and belonged together. Um, it took us uh, four years to figure out how to do it and for the industry to catch up with what we wanted to do. And uh, I said, you know, the the opportunity for um, Julio in Buenos Aires to play um, uh, Tom in uh, Accra, Ghana for one mox, uh, you know, his skill at um, League of Legends. I said, that's going to take a lot of moxie to get this done. So that's how we wound up with uh, moxie. And it, it took uh, all of us working really hard and facing a lot of obstacles and a lot of people saying, no, it can't be done. And now we're pretty close to having it done. So that's that's where moxie came from. It came from the word moxie, which is kind of an obscure word, and it, it means balls. I feel so yeah. bad that I didn't I didn't catch that. It's an actual <laughs> I love it. It's very, it's very good. It's very, very good. Um, okay, so we talked a little bit about, you know, well, so we discussed, I think, everything I wanted to know about sort of the organizational structure and what you guys are planning to do. I kind of want to ask a personal question to to the you know to the panel here. Obviously, you Web two gaming for quite a while, and uh, you know the term Web two to Web three. You know, obviously, it's getting more popular. But what were some, what are some takeaways that you guys would like to share? You know, with the listeners um, that you learned in Web two and how it can be applicable to Web three. There's some overlap, but it's very different in many ways. And I'd love to love to source a little bit of knowledge from you guys. Whoever wants to start, feel free. Well, for me, on my side, it's totally based on you are the product in Web 2, and in Web 3, you take the ownership, and you get to actually be meaningful as the user instead of just be the the sponge that gets wrung out for capital. But keep going, guys. All right. Who wants to, uh, who wants to take the next one? <clears throat> Nolan? Stuart? Tony? I'll, um, I, I think that for me, I'm always looking for fresh ground to plant weird ideas. Like, I think weird ideas are the magic sauce of, of, of entertainment. You know, the weirder, the better. And then all of a sudden, sometimes when you have something that's really weird, it's where you have a breakthrough. And And weird can be a game, it can be an economic model. It can be a technology. And um, mashing things together in new weird ways and crypto mashing with movies, crypto mashing with streaming services, crypto mashing 
with uh, entertainment. You know, a lot of people think that that games are games and movies are movies, but there's actually a place in between. I mean, why can't we have a, a movie that you can play? What's that really? Is it a game? Is it a movie? Um, and and these are the kinds of areas that I think need some serious development. And um, and there's nothing like creating an ecosystem that supports all that to make it happen. Uh, and um, that's what I'm looking for. If you want to live in the future, you've got to invent it. No one's laying down some pretty big breadcrumbs today, guys. It's pretty good. <laughs> very, very yeah. good. One of the things that, uh, that I really like in terms of the overlap uh, between the Web 2 and the Web 3 is it starts to remove barriers and gatekeepers. Um, so, for example, if you have properties or uh, when I say properties, I mean elements of your digital footprint, it shouldn't be siloed between games, um, you know, and as Moxie evolves, you'll see, uh, you know, without giving out too much information, because we'll be talking more about this in the weeks to come, is that, you know, there will be things that will be available to translate between games. There will be identities, um, presentations that will not just live within a single game, live within your profile picture in Moxie, but it can translate from game to game or even your social media presence um, and being able to make that available as part of the stack that, you know, um, developers can um, can utilize and pull into their game. So it essentially allows it to removing those barriers and essentially allowing that identity to be utilized in all environments. And I know I'm speaking kind of cryptically, um, <clears throat> but I think I think you understand, you know, sort of the concept of where I'm going. Sure, absolutely. I also like the idea, un, unbeknownst, a, a lot of things, when you engage in some kind of an interaction, there's very often a hidden fiduciary, somebody, some area that needs to be trusted. And the blockchain says that you don't have to trust anyone you just have to trust the technology and uh, and the technology mm -hmm. is getting very trustworthy and so i think that removal of those hidden fiduciaries is a, is a, a powerful thing and maybe i'm being mean a little you're bit going back to moving. the gatekeepers yeah, are yeah. but but it's a fiduciary as well the gatekeeper you know because because sometimes the fiduciary looks benign but is it not you know my dad used to always say a fiduciary isn't mm. <laughs> I like that. how about you larry do you have anything to add to that you know i i i think that the most intriguing thing about this this whole web3 and the tie up of of us and crypto is we are not a a crypto company because we think crypto is cool and now and we can all make a pile of money we we are using crypto because it is what serves our needs to make moxie work and it is a perfect example of what crypto is all about and what it was created to do it serves a purpose it serves as a as a currency around the world 
that that enables us and we can set we're setting up wallets and we're setting up this currency and the ability with someone's skill to to be rewarded with that currency and nothing else really worked this was not possible only crypto made it possible so we are game guide and crypto enabled us to do something and i think that's what's so intriguing about this it's i i see hundreds as we all do of crypto projects that are crypto projects because people think mm-hmm. oh wow i'm going to do a crypto project but that's not what this is all about moxie is only using crypto because it it performs such an essential function absolutely can i can is i there... give sorry go ahead no i just i have a follow up question for larry um would you say that, you know, the introduction of blockchain, crypto, NFTs sort of was the answer to maybe some questions that were rumbling in some people's heads for the last, you know, 5, 10, 15 years in video games? You know, I, I'm, I'm still, I think NFTs hold great promise, but we have seen such a slew of, of, of problems with NFTs. Agreed. You know, if, if I buy... I mentioned this to the guys the other day. If I buy game trading cards, I buy baseball cards, there's a validation service. I mean, there must be two or three different validation services that tell me I'm, it's real and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's got value and it's, got, it's a certain quality. There's nothing like that with crypto. Nobody knows what the hell they're getting. It's it's such a mystery to me with with crypto and there's been so much fraud and deceit in the industry that I think it's really giving it a bad name. So I think that ultimately it can pan out be a very valuable element of our business. But wow, getting there is I didn't I didn't think that we would encounter the kind of deceit and deception that we face every day with you know, all of these problems with that, you know, particularly in the NFT world, but also in the crypto world. I think a legitimate, you know, industry facing projects like Moxie, you know, those are the types of projects that uh, change the dialogue, so to speak. But Derek, I inter- <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. Um, I was just going to put in a little anecdote there, Matt. Matt, maybe this is a good time for you to plug the moxie rug that you're making to uh, make a meme <laughs> of the rug pull. Um, exactly right. <clears throat> anyways, rug. yeah, a physical rug. And uh, it's, it's, to, <laughs> it's, it's to be a meme of what uh, Larry's talking about, what the rug pulls that you see. But anyways, it's, it's pretty funny. We may send it out to a few people or make it available. It. But anyways. <laughs> um, I, I would love one. Would love one. <laughs> so, but I, I was just going to give a real sort of like practical example of what Larry was saying about how crypto really is the answer. It's not so much that we're a crypto company. We're a company that's using crypto because it, it serves the need. Like, for example, if you had 50 games in your library and let's say you're jumping on to an FPS or you're jumping on to an action adventure or you're jumping on to an esports game and you want to play a plane or an event, you, you need a single token or a single currency that's going to be able to facilitate that. And then you're going to need a way for each of those games to dive into to the wallet to where, you know, your balance exists. And then you're going to need a way for um, what Noel talking about in terms of being able to trust, you know, the, the custody of those rewards pool and then the integrity and the transparency of how it's allocated, which, of course, everything goes on chain. So you have all these things working in the background. But to the user, it's just very, very simple. You know, I, I fire it up. SSO kicks in. 
hey, there's an event I like. I click OK. It accesses my wallet. I just see a loading bar. And then everything gets distributed afterwards. I mean, so you're taking a whole bunch of stuff in the background. And uh, it's just making it a very simple experience. Like Larry said, it just happens to be the perfect solution um, to what we wanted to implement. Absolutely. Did anybody want to add anything to that? Um... Well, you know, we're, we're going to be having, you know, T-shirts and hats and things like that. It's just kind of fun. But I, the thing I'm particularly looking forward to is when we have the Moxie Firkin. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, that was, I love it. that was bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, what I, you know, I'd, I'd love to know a little bit more about sort of the timeline as we kind of wind down on this, on this AMA. Um, the first of a couple, I think. Um, I think that uh, we'll probably end up doing an another one of these. But uh, so right now, um, you know, I was, I was taking a look at the roadmap. Um, I think, and, and please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong here. But the next thing on the roadmap is the Series 2 NFT collection. Is that right? Correct. So the Series 2 NFT collection is going to be announced before the 15th um, of okay. what it is. And so we will uh, we'll put that out there. But essentially where we're at, since the 31st, we entered um, the pre-launch phase. So you can go to moxie.io, click on club. Um, you can sign up. Uh, you can go through the KYC process. And essentially what that will do is once you're verified, allow you to participate in the secondary part of Moxie, which is coming in April, and that will be the token generation event. And at the token generation event, the first series of NFTs will be dropped to the first 10,000 members. Um, and then shortly after that, there will be a public pre-sale that will be um, exclusively in Moxie Club, not on a third-party platform. Um, and then after that will be, uh, will be the IDO. And then in May, um, in the early to mid part of May, we'll be introducing the first uh, of playable games with proof of play. And then the play and earn aspect of it will come a few weeks afterwards. So it's going to be a, a little bit of a slow rollout over the next eight weeks. And then as we get to that, uh, to that end goal, getting into the early part of June, then you'll be able to start playing the first um, play and earn events. But like I said, in May, people will be able to um, start racking up proof of play uh, rewards with with the first handful of games. So that's that's the immediate roadmap over the next few weeks. Gotcha. And so that Larry actually likes these NFTs. We have programmable utility baked into Moxie uh, NFTs, so that's how we keep Larry happy. <laughs> yes, utility is the happy. name of the game right now. <laughs> and and Stuart Stewart is getting actual physical models of those NFTs uh, created as well, so so he can put it on his rug. I love it. I love it. We're blending the physical with the digital. Well, perfect. So um, probably probably a question for uh, maybe Derek. Um, when it comes to building up the unity behind Moxie, where where are you guys? trying to concentrate everybody is it the discord like like with you know a few other nft projects or where where is it exactly yeah so primarily we have telegram and discord um is is okay. the primary uh places right now and we will be we will be utilizing discord a lot more in the future like for example the first few master classes 
that will be ha- held will be held um, within Discord. Only be able to access it with a purchase um, access, and then the channel will expire when the master class is done. So, yeah, those those are the two main areas right now that we're encouraging people to engage with us on. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, I'm gonna throw one more hot potato at you here, Derek, because I don't think we've touched on it yet. But uh, I can't get out of this AMA without asking it because it's so important to so many different people. But to, and I think this is alleviated by you know being on Polygon, being on Flow. But when it comes to some of the environmental concerns that people have, obviously, you know, this is probably at the forefront of some of your discussions. Um, do you feel like, you know, do you feel like you guys are sort of ahead, sort of ahead of, you know, sort of the negative feedback when it comes to a lot of NFT projects? Definitely. Can I take that one, Derek? Yeah, absolutely. So th- that's one of the reasons we chose to go on flow outside of their technology prowess and how perfectly the fit was for the proxy. Uh, if they just published a study, a dapper, that one minting of an NFT on the flow chain is less energy consumption than a single Google search. Yes, very similar to Polygon too. I think one minted NFT on Polygon is about two emails. You know, <laughs> so not too bad, not too bad. Well, perfect. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. But, you guys so we're definitely, we're definitely thinking of that. Yeah. Well, I know, but the problem on Ethereum still, so I don't know. That's right. I, the The problem is, I have nothing to do with all the coal in my backyard that I was going to use to fuel all those miners. But, uh, anyways, that's okay. <laughs> Jeez, he said it, not me. Well, guys, this <laughs> has been a ton of fun. Uh, we are, you know, we're kind of at the end of our AMA here. We'll have another one here on Polygon uh, when we can arrange it. But any 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 parting words anybody wants to share out before we go ahead and close out? It's been quite the honor. We appreciate that very much. We'd love to have you guys all sign up on club.moxie.io and visit us on Telegram and Discord. I'll leave it to the other boys. Yeah, absolutely. Really want to thank you for uh, having us on and thank you everybody for attending. And hopefully uh, we gave gave the information that um, that the audience was looking for. And uh, one last thing, the uh, Moxie Club signups is absolutely free. Um, we eat the cost of the uh, KYC uh, AML, so um, uh, that's on us. And um, um, come on over, join Moxie Club, and uh, uh, see it. I think you'll like it. I think over the next uh, over the coming weeks, you'll see more and more utility activities. It'll start opening up, and uh, I think you'll be impressed with what we've done over the last year. Hospitality in the Web three space. I love it, Mister yeah. Bushnell. Final final closing comments. I'm just happy to be with this crazy group. <laughs> Sounds awesome. I love it. I love it. We'll go ahead and end it here. Thank you guys so much for uh, for attending. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Take care. Thanks. Bye bye. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Bye-bye.